0: Welcome to the first episode of the new Those Conspiracy Guys True Crime. Yeah, if you're
1: listening to this in like 2020, then you probably don't realise that it was the first episode. Yeah. It was.
0: It was the first one of its format. It was. Uh, we are Those Conspiracy Guys. I'm Gordo. I'm Paul. And uh, for this one, there's only going to be two of us. It's mm-hmm. going to be about 60 minutes long. Uh, hopefully not too much longer. Oh. And it's a new format of Those Conspiracy Guys where we're going to take on a true crime case... Mm-hmm. ...and uh, talk about the details of it.
1: Mm. Shorter shorter subjects than our usual fare.
0: Yeah, uh, not so deep, not so wide. Mm. Uh, some,
1: you got to go that way sometimes. <laughs> it makes and you, uh, Makes you feel special.
0: We go through the elements of uh, a true crime case, uh, give our own little spin on it... Mm. ...and uh, tell everybody what we think. And then hopefully later on we can throw up some articles to do with it... ...and uh, make some YouTube videos as well. Mm. So there will be little uh, audio interspersions uh, if there is available from news reports, from, uh, you know, case interviews and stuff like that. Depending on
1: areas, like if you're talking about the the murder of Julius Caesar,
0: (laughs) there's not a lot of audio for that. This one, there's probably not going to be either because it's from (laughs) over 120 years ago. But uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about H.H. Holmes, Mm. which was unofficially known as uh, the United States' first serial killer. Mm.
1: And possibly the most prolific of them all.
0: Yeah, unofficially. Unofficially. Uh, so tell us, Paul, uh, who who is
1: H. H. Holmes and uh, what did he do? Uh, H. H. Holmes was uh, a madman, <laughs> I guess. No, don't wanna, don't. Wanna or maybe he was a super smart man. Not they can. They're not mutually exclusive. I believe. <laughs> yeah. I think. Unfortunately, most of the the really mad ones are terribly clever. I know. Mm. But he was uh, I I don't know. I think he, we're talking about like the the late 18th century. Yeah. So like 1890s onwards, kind of thing that kind of period of time turning into the, the 19th century he's he's kind of a classic person of that time in that he's a grifter and a con man ah, a uh, snake oil salesman yeah he's a he's a doctor uh, he's an entrepreneur uh, he's he's kind of a lot of things he's a charmer and he killed a, a bunch of a, people he's a ladies man and he's a, a, an insane homicidal mass murderer
0: and I I hear he's a, but he's got, a, he's got a hotelier close friends, as well he's
1: got he's got a family he's got kids yeah He's, a, he's a, a very talented hotelier. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he he's a little bit of everything, which I guess people were in that time. You could kind of, it was a lot, of, you didn't have like one career people, maybe. It was a lot easier to, as the times moved. Yeah, to shake and move. Yeah. I'm a lamp oil salesman weave. today, but tomorrow I'm going to be a horse tanner, but the <laughs> next day after that I'm going to be a thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a, a
0: Dungeons and Dragons session.
1: Yeah. You where just you're just ha- like, I don't want
0: to be a thief anymore, I'm now a warrior.
1: Yeah, you just hop on a train, head to another part of the country. Leave your old murders behind. Go find some new people to murder. And go be a new person, new job, new name. Just keep
0: moving on. Doo-doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo-doo, like the little hobo. So in um, many ways he's an enigma. Yeah, I heard he made a hotel that uh, American uh, Horror Story based, loosely based there. Oh really? Uh, I haven't season. seen that.
1: That's one of the, which series is that? That's The, the fifth one? The fifth one.
0: Yeah, where Lady Gaga um, is like... I don't know. Oh, it's a, is it it just called Hotel stuff.
1: American Horror Story Hotel. Yeah,
0: I think oh, that's okay. the one. And uh, that's clever. Yeah, in his hotel, he had loads of great torture rooms and great, uh, exactly. <laughs> great uh, body slides like and
1: great in the sense of uh, uh, let's go with the, like the the really archaic sense of the term of like big. Yeah. Not saying like brilliant, but they were but again, brilliant at the that same time.
0: Yeah, it's like a yeah. uh, Pat Sharp's Fun House. Yeah. Of murder. <laughs> Whole lot of fun. It's,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll go to the start, though. We'll start with the... Yeah,
0: let's go back and, and talk about H.H. H. Holmes. If anything uh, crops up in this episode that you think you might w- want to talk about, or we touch on something that you think we didn't 100% get into, or we went more than a hundred percent and you should dial it back a bit uh you can get us on social media we're on facebook.com slash those conspiracy guys we're on twitter at t conspiracy guys we're on instagram at those conspiracy guys and we're on basically everything else mm-hmm. if you like this show or you like our longer episodes and you want to support the show you can go over to patreon.com slash those conspiracy guys and throw us a dollar uh the people at patreon are making the show happen mm-hmm. and thanks very much for that and basically, you're only listening to this new type of show because of them. Uh, yeah. we'll, hopefully, we'll hopefully release one of these types of shows every two weeks in the off week from um, when we release the bigger shows. Now, this time, it, they're going to be released pretty much at the same time because on Monday or Tuesday when we release this, hopefully, uh, you've been sent here from Spin FM. Mm. And Lauren Spin over something. at Spin uh, has... Graciously allowed us to come on, and we do a little 10 minute slot every couple of weeks. Mm. And she, uh, she very nice people, if so us to,
1: to sync it up with this,
0: yes, surely. So, welcome, uh, if you're uh, coming from Spin FM, and that's in Dublin, Ireland, by the way, mm. for those Americans. And, um, yeah, so let's get into it. HH H. Holmes,
1: yes, or uh, well, let's start with a man named Herman Webster Mudgett. Who's that then? Uh, that is one and the same. Uh ah. he begins days as Herman Webster Mudgett. Uh, I can imagine
0: why he changed it to HH H. H. Holmes because it sounds way well, fucking what's wrong cooler.
1: With you know, like the Herman Mudgett. Hi, Mr. Mudgett. You don't think that's a cool name? Hi, Mr. Mudgett. That's an nasty mustache you got there.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty shitty name. Yeah, it? it's sure. Yeah, he was
1: born in uh, 1861 in Gilmanton, New Hampshire.
0: Oh, it's oh, it's much much posher than New Hampshire's uh, north e- north uh, east, right? Yes,
1: but hey, uh, yeah, Mr. Mudgett. In in 1861. Yeah, I wonder how posh it was. A bit it was rural, then. I imagine. What it, what it actually was more probably was uh, just a load of pure descendants. Yeah, a load of English uh, and Dutch. Yeah, settlers, uh, Methodist English settlers. You know the sort—the the mm. buckle-on-shoe people—the the
0: <laughs> buckle-on-shoe, buckle-on-hat, yeah. buckle-on-shoe. Keep the but pants there, buttoned. But there is a buckle. Mm-hmm. So the buckle people. Yeah. Uh, he was born among buckle people. Herman Webster Mudgett.
1: Yes, he was born. The fucking like a, best names, man. A large family, a farming family, like directly descended from Mayflower people, Puritans. His his parents were stern Methodist people. That'll make a murderer. They insisted all the sheets were itchy. <laughs> and that no one ever touched their genitals, even if they were dirty. Ah,
0: oh, that is the word: Ishy sheets and no, uh, and God's wrath if you uh, scratched it and smelly bits.
1: Good God, terrible! Mm. And th- this was the life, uh, I-, I guess that he he wanted to run away from. Yeah, this kind of came to me. He, he also described to get away from it. He Jesus described his son. father as a violent alcoholic. So yeah. again, you're you're really painting the picture here of someone who wants to not be there.
0: You have to think at that time as well, like eighteen, like eighteen seventies. We all know the seventies was a war time, uh, and the eighteen seventies was the same amount of wild uh but you're talking about like the the guys in new york city who are like building all the buildings at the time yes. and come along and going hey you want to buy that Brooklyn bridge like uh th- this guy is is in new hampshire which is qu- quite rural i imagine at the time it's still it's like upper class now mm-hmm. uh but like a rural background yeah farming land. kind of uh separate from people i wouldn't imagine there was like a big schoolyard there wasn't many school kids it wasn't like a city life yeah and i imagine they didn't mix very
1: much these mm, they they the weren't mudgets. quite um those pennsylvania dutch uh, what mm. do you call those the amish they weren't quite amish yeah but they they were fairly closed off uh, i don't amish imagine.
0: seem pretty happy to be closed off yeah they don't seem <laughs> they're
1: never they're never on twitter but it's never good not to mix yeah should, i guess so come on folks. but uh,
0: from, from from uh from my research i, mm. I saw that herman mudgett was uh, a bit of a recluse. A recluse? So if you're out in the country and you're, you know, you have four people in the school. I know in Ireland, you know, you have uh, three classes jammed together of, like, four kids. There's 12 classes over, spread over three years. In New Hampshire in 1861, I mean, if you knew how to read, you were probably doing well,
1: right? I would imagine so, yeah.
0: Well, Herman Mudgett was a bookworm, and he did very well in school. Oh. And, uh,
1: Oh, wait. Yeah, but uh, in doing hope, so well... get really smart. <laughs> yeah,
0: at lunchtime and maybe after school, instead of, like, playing with a hoop and a stick, he mm. would um, kill and mutilate small animals. Oh, that's what I was worried about. And he 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 would pin them up uh, like we see those Korean and, and uh, Japanese, you know, the frogs that are uh, put into these, like, strange poses. You know, I'll see them on, on Instagram or you'd see them on your... Uh, uh, iphone wallpaper app mm-hmm. and the frogs are all like yeah yeah really what's after happening is they're after pinning them with giant pins to like a piece of velvet yes. and then like photoshopping out the pins so those animals died in horrible agony oh. and that's what herman Mudget used to do with small animals that he would catch himself And in fairness like that's ingenuity of itself like it's like well you know i finished that book um computer games haven't been invented yet but yet i want to experience the death and destruction something of visceral. something like grand theft auto yes so like yeah, let's kill some little animals, which yeah. is a, which is a red flag.
1: It is a red flag. I think a lot fair. of the, the psychopaths of history have mm. started got their bones or their chops. I'm not sure which, or maybe both. Yeah, you get bones and chops from the animals uh, from killing small animals. Well, from being and a, a small animal, pieces of wood.
0: being a small animal killer and a bookworm kind of put him in the hate place, and he was picked on, pushed around and bullied but by surprising. his by his classmates. Yeah, unsurprising. And uh, he was in a scuffle. In a doctor's office, which Ooh. threw him into one of those, uh, a child's got more bones than an adult's got. All <laughs> oh, right, what was uh, it? kind of skeletons. anatomy skeleton, and uh, he got he got a bone for for the skeleton, huh? as it were. Yeah, he. Uh, he I, enjoyed I know, the death? I don't know if it was a sexual thing. Oh. I mean, you'd have to ask Herman. Yes, but like it Would seemed, you? it seemed like that it was one of those traumas that sticks with you as a young child. You know, where, where you, you know if you grew up in london in the blitz you could only have an orgasm when there was an explosion or some ah, kind of weird sexual like you know trigger yes.
1: david cronenberg's crash <laughs> yeah.
0: nicholas lindhurst in goodnight sweetheart he can only reach orgasm if he's time traveling yes and uh yeah so he like this fascination with dead bodies yeah he, you know his his doctor's office mm-hmm. Fifty Shades of Grey situation, oh. and so he grew up and he aspired to be a doctor because ah. he wanted to get
1: at dead bodies. He combined pleasure with death. Mm. Oh, that's not good. So, doctor, and, he's smart, uh, and this is in an era Dr. where Mudge. grifters and con men can travel anywhere and do anything. Mm. Oh, this is not going well so far. I mean,
0: if you're a doctor, you're pr- pretty much top of the game, and you're the most yes. wanted man and in most any trusted. town, yeah. most trusted. So, okay. so he he uh, he went he went walkabout. Like the littlest hobo.
1: Yeah, he graduated high school in 1877 at the age of 16. As you said, was a bright, bright boy. And he moved to Alton, New Hampshire. So not too far, but a bigger town. Yeah. Uh, and, and took up a teaching job at the age of 17. Which, again, I, I guess we're making the point that if, if you had good education at that point, you were it was set you out quite apart from... Yeah, but also
0: people. at 17 in 1877, he was probably considered almost middle-aged. Yeah. Like life expectancy wasn't probably
1: that long. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Mm. And uh, he's a new... Uh, he's He's... You know, a, a country boy up in the bigger town now, mm. never really experienced much because he's a bit closed off childhood. I, you know, I just, I hope he does go know. to a, a soda shop and see the first girl <laughs> yeah. smile at him and go, I love you and I want to marry you and have all children with you. Would, that would happen. That would, that happens to a lot of country boys. It's the opposite for, of what
0: happens now when people, young lads are looking at porn and they're all like, yeah, I I need to, you know, 90 women to uh-huh. reach any kind of sexual <laughs> peak
1: we have to be flying, jumping out of a helicopter having sex
0: there's something going on in the brains of young people when they watch too much porn mm-hmm. I, yeah i think it's like a neurochemical condition they watch porn and then their brain reward it's like some reptile brain reward system you know like a, a neurochemical reward where it's like oh oh there's another woman there's another woman there's another woman she's well done you've loaded kids on the way mm. reptile brain reward
1: uh, yeah, so, I sometimes think though, you know, when we did our Joseph Ritzel episode, yeah, and this is shaping up not too dissimilar. Well, uh, like I always think, it would be very similar early lives in a way. Uh, yeah, the kind of the pattern, the kind of Jim Herman Jones, the, the, the Charles Manson, they have this pattern of early yeah. childhood. But like childhood trauma is not great for no, no, no it, life, it never to seems fair. to work out too brilliantly.
0: Marilyn Monroe, the same. Oh. But
1: uh, I also, I remember thinking, like, pornography, If maybe if they'd have had pornography, instead of all the murders and stuff they did, especially the more sexual predators, they might have ended up just, like, staying in a basement that smells like a swimming pool, and that would have been the end of it. Just, the, yeah. You know what I mean? Living with their mom. Jerking off, watching porn, not murdering people so much. Yeah, I, I don't know.
0: It's, it's kind of one of, like, it's I think long term It's a long term por- science I think long term Pornography is not the
1: worst thing In the world
0: No I know As long as
1: everybody's like Happy to be involved or whatever No one's getting exploited Then you know
0: We've talked about it before On the show where like People in, in Japan Are now like Chicken out of relationships Because they're like oh, yeah, It's too much
1: Hotels that they live in Like private Yeah
0: they just It's a one man operation Where they it's come crazy. home And it's like Well I've worked like 14 hours In some Honourable job oh. and uh, Honourable job Yeah And then they come home And then it's like They spend 20 minutes With their girlfriend that's inside of their Nintendo DS they you know jerk off into a, a pillow with a woman's picture on it mm. and then they go to sleep and it's like I haven't got time to have a relationship it's a different pillow to and, sleep on is it or is Oh it? I don't know oh. I haven't got I could. I mean not not that I'm saying I wouldn't want one but I've never
1: you want to wake up with your pillow stuck to your head
0: <clears throat> it doesn't have to have a woman's face on it for that to happen but at the same time like you're looking at these Japanese guys going like, what's wrong with what's wrong in your life that you can't you feel like you can't get that? And in Italy, the same like there's like a, a an all time low uh, birth rate. So they give people in Italy one day a year off paid from work to go home and just have sex to Wait, procreate. Now, like Italy nowadays, yeah, yeah.
1: Are we putting out a call to the world to say if you're if you're potent or you're yeah. fertile, head to Italy, and head to Italy or Japan, have some sex. Yeah, I think it could be, be
0: it could yeah. be like a, a leftover from a Berlusconi kind of joke law that he made when he was <laughs> when he was in office but uh, like yeah they go to go home and ja- Japan yeah, the same they're they're encouraging people to be like please make more babies that so there'd be no more Japanese people wow. after a while it's weird though how you'd want to check out but you can see how a young man like that would have fundamentality predilections and later on when we see what HH H. Holmes does it's it, like it's not Fully, like, sexual in nature, but, like, it, it does have that psychopathic, uh, unempathetic, mm. s- s- slice them up and dice them up kind of mentality. But there is, like, true murder, there would be some kind of strange, young, deep-seated sexual trauma there. Some weird... Mm. I think, yeah.
1: Well, let's, let's, let's just hope this young Herman Mudget doesn't lose himself in the big city.
0: Yeah, well, he's in the big town now. He's mm. in Alton.
1: Alton, New Hampshire. Mm. And he meets uh, a Clara Lovering
0: oh no he six, did fall in love six right. months
1: later they get married a year later they welcome a son Robert oh, his big, 1980 his, his big glassy eyes in the shake
0: shop in the malt yeah. house
1: yep he got caught out hey Clara he like rang home oh, he Henry. said I'm married and I have a son they're like for fuck's, fuck's sake. sake you've been there you've he's, been there 18 months I don't believe he's it he's
0: just turned 18 and he already has a kid and a wife that's great <laughs> fair play to him
1: yeah well he did his best uh, he got, So, he, but to be fair he has a wife and child support now he heads himself off to the University of Vermont uh, but leaves quickly. Finds uh, it's it's not the place for him. Mm. Maybe there's just not enough dead bodies around. He heads to the University of Michigan School of Medicine. Uh, and he uh, he graduates from there in 1884, and uh, it, it, he has quite a time there. In, in Michigan? In, uh, Who in Michigan? Him? Yeah, in, in Michigan School of Medicine.
0: Michigan's a rock and roll spot.
1: He has quite a wonderful time there. He uh, he actually invents a, a sort of a, a way to pay for his studying that uh, which was quite expensive oh. at the time. And, uh, I wonder you know, what that
0: is. Like, was he doing like a paper round? Or, no, he was eighteen, maybe working in a bar, mm-hmm. shining shoes. Mm-hmm. What was he doing?
1: He was running insurance scams. Ah. Oh, oh wait, 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 no, no, because okay. you, you, you add like oh an insurance scam, but no, no, no. These were these were more but terrible insurance scams.
0: Like he was like falling in the supermarket or in a in a in a store, and he's slipping like slipping on
1: the grape. I just,
0: uh, sir, I just fell on your soap flakes. They were all over the floor.
1: There is a pubis In my
0: soup <laughs> he was pulling That kind of stuff Was it
1: No he wasn't What he was doing was He was taking the uh, The bodies that he would dissect Oh for fuck's In sake. his teaching class He found that uh, So he was
0: a medical doctor Dissecting bodies In a Michigan University Yes And he would take The cadavers that he was Supposed yes. to be learning medicine on He
1: noticed that the school Was getting cadavers They were sort of not unrep well unreputably they were just buying cadavers off oh, people shit. that would show up with cadavers see it's this anything man you can get away with shit then people would show up and go like hey our grandma dad or whatever you want to buy her off of us and then they'd buy them <laughs> to dissect it or someone would just show up and go hey I, I have a dead body from somewhere you want to buy this from somewhere from somewhere. <laughs> from somewhere do you know what it I found is it. Right? what are you talking about
0: I, I sometimes you go look at those laws you know you, you see like it's it's illegal on the like anywhere on the Fourth of July to carry a chicken on the oh, arm yeah. up Main Street.
1: Must have a bale of hay inside your taxi.
0: And you know, like from somewhere, some guy did that thing, and it caused some awful, some awful occurrence. And then the 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 lawmaker, the guy, the judge at the time was like, "I'm setting the president now that this will never ever happen again." Gavel. Like the, the crimes that these guys are committing, like this, like a, a body, like you found a body is like you shall not sell a body to a university campus for that yeah. section for because like people were just like, oh no, I rolled over on the baby. Do you need a baby body? Or yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like
1: I imagine pretty much like that, or two guys getting a fight outside a bar, and one kills the other one and he goes.
0: Uh, I better drag uh,
1: this boy over to university.
0: Yeah, like get, a, get get in a wheelbarrow, like wheelbarrow sales were up up in the roof, <laughs> man. But I just think like. In those times, those laws weren't really st- properly strictly enforced. It was, this no. is the time in like the West Coast of it's America like, where people were shooting each other. Yes, it's and th- like, going out at dawn and going, uh, you know, I challenge you,
1: sir. It, it was all yeah. that age. And you can go, and but also there's trains, so at any point you can hop a train and be hundreds of just miles go. away and just be like, now I'm a different person, and all the murders I did didn't exist.
0: You turn off your find my friends, oh, and no good. one will be able to find you. Mm.
1: So he notices that, that there's this weird body trade that's going on in America at the time. Yeah. And it, 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 what he does is he intercepts some of the people selling and picks himself up a few nice bodies. Mm. He takes these bodies Disfigures them as necessary And then he's, he's Setting up insurance policies Insurance policies On fake people On existing people He's, he's Who are in on the scam With him Wink wink oh, He brought a couple Of other people in He would Insure their lives Start paying for their policy Maybe $10,000 $20,000 $2,000 Whatever uh, take out these policies with insurance companies, pay the premiums for a, a couple of weeks and then place the bodies in maybe a house fire, um, say there was an attack or a robbery oh. and they, that, that's where the disfiguring would come in and then uh, report it to the local police, get get everything processed, report it to the insurance company and then ex- receive the payout as the beneficiary.
0: What a legend. Mm. Like, so this was a pretty, like, I, I'm only presuming that the insurance game, like that kind of stuff. like no computers? 20, yeah, a $20,000 policy mm. to pay out for somebody dying. It's it's probably quite a new invention.
1: Like, like they didn't in, realize someone could be doing something like yeah, that. monetary yeah.
0: insurance. Like even up until like the the eighties or, or or late eighties and early nineties, even there was like check fraud using mm-hmm. using the bank, like using those like what's it like the Fica ink, the special ink, yeah, on the, the and routing all. serial numbers, and like the all catch the, me if
1: you can, yeah, yeah. catch the this Leonardo, is very catch me if stuff. you can, isn't it? But like you know, yeah, dark, dark and twisted.
0: But there's those things like where where. You know, until somebody does the thing, you don't know that there's a flaw in that system. So someone's always grifting. They're always looking for looking for their gap in the market going, oh, can I fix that? Oh, can I flick that? Can I do that? Like, this guy was on it yeah. in the 1880s.
1: He seems pretty ahead of his time. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Except for all the murder. Because <laughs> people have been doing that for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> he just claimed to be the first serial killer, but first documented. I'm so am sure there was loads of crazy dudes that never got caught.
0: So he was bopping around in uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And running his
1: scams, making decent coin now at this stage. Because if you think $10,000 is a lot of money in those days, yeah. his tuition was only a couple of hundred dollars.
0: So what did he do with all the money? Like, was he baller just going around with pocket watches and...
1: He was pocketing it, but he was also saving towards the future. Oh. Perhaps at oh. this point, he already had to Fritzl-esque plans a, yeah. to develop some sort of... Superstructure to house all his murderizing,
0: so he wouldn't get caught doing it on the street. He's exactly. like, I need a play. Ah, what a legend! He's a sharp,
1: he's a sharp fella.
0: And I guess he was Not like, to be denied. he was like satiating his uh, gruesome pe- peccadillo of like mm-hmm. chopping up bodies and seeing. Like, I wonder what titty meat is made of. Yes, like, I wonder what, I wonder what happens when somebody eats dinner and then they die straight away after eating dinner. What happens to the dinner, like? I wonder that sometimes. Got to oh, put yeah. Up, like yeah. A
1: lot of the biographers that talk about him uh, believe that the same sort of mutilating and dissection he was doing on the animals that he was also doing on his cadavers. And things. Jesus, man. That uh, he was he was more of a, a play man than a, a facts and figures anatomy man. You know what I mean? Right.
0: He was more of a, a hands-on, hands-in, hands-up.
1: He may Yeah, exactly. He may have become a doctor to just, <laughs> to, to, to play with dead things more so than to, to learn how to be a doctor and help people.
0: Now, it seems like... when he, he never was actually getting, did any doctoring. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's, he... <laughs> He's Hippocratic oath, more of a Hippocratic oath. what he was sick that day so he seems from from what he's read like it seems to have moved around a lot
1: yes Uh, uh, like a lot he's qualified as a doctor now and it was a close run thing Mm. he was second bottom of his class and his his, uh, the faculty had to vote twice on him whether or not he'd actually make it as a doctor and I guess in them days they were like well we need more doctors so this guy's a fucking idiot and doesn't know anything about anything except death and cutting shit up but just one
0: old with a moustache going, but he is good with a knife. <laughs> so it, like he popped. Y'all gonna t- need someone who can cut someone, boy. I looked at his list of addresses and it was like hmm. uh, New Hampshire, yes. uh, Michigan, Philadelphia, yes. uh, New York, Chicago. Yes. He moved
1: to a place, I didn't even know there was a place called this, Moores Forks, New York.
0: <laughs> Moores Forks. Yeah,
1: M-O-O-E-R-S, Forks. Cool. New York. And, he, and he, I he, imagine people there said Moores, Moores Forks, forks
0: yeah. New Yorks. Moose Forks where you from Moose Forks
1: I can't believe there's a place
0: Come or uh, from the movie Manchester by the Sea apparently the guys who, who live there call it Mushta Mushta by the Sea they don't call it Manchester it's like Worcester sauce like Worcester
1: it's like a our accents that kept developing yeah, they would, have, they would have ended up like Boston. Think our, about that. Do you think, about, our, like, think about like land. I remember watching like the Departed and going, "Oh shit, if we if we hadn't like stopped developing our accent, <laughs> that's where we'd be." Yeah, or if Ireland like stretched a bit further and people kept moving out west or whatever, eventually it would have sounded like that.
0: If there's any Americans coming over to Ireland, uh, you will notice as you travel from town to town. Maybe mm-hmm. not in Dublin city or, or any of the big cities, but as from town to town, you will notice there are. Accent changes with even three or four miles. Yeah. There's totally... We have as
1: many accents as every, any other country in the world. Just yeah. squeeze into a very small area.
0: Yeah, like a... Like a... And people a, think we're joking, tribal thing. <laughs> Definitely.
1: I think we're joking. Sometimes. I go up to the north of Ireland and go, you're putting that on. Yeah. And they're you all like, really murder hard. I did about You don't talk like that when there's nobody else around. I they know do, you man. Don't. They do. no way. Oh, there's Irish Republicans coming up here. <laughs> uh,
0: so when he moved to Moose Forge New York, hmm. uh, he... He was. He's left a wife and on child the run, behind. Right?
1: Yeah, he's left a wife and child behind. He meets uh, a young lady. She finds out that he's already married, and uh, he's got to make the run from Moe's folks. Bigamy. Yeah, he's getting. But you can see he's he's developing his crimes. Now. He's trying to move into lots of different crimes at this stage. Yeah, he's
0: really branching out. Like he's going with a theft. He's uh, like a Tesla brought, of murder at the time. Mu-
1: body corpse mutilation. Whatever yeah, crime that is. I'm sure it's a crime.
0: Selling the Brooklyn Bridge.
1: Selling. He was probably that guy. Just under an yeah. alias.
0: I love it. Mm. And uh, so when he's in New York, he's still fucking around with killing people in Shady Or
1: No, I think technically at this point, he hasn't done any murders yet. Right, right, right. Or not that we know of. I mean, like, there was there was a disappearance of a little boy in right. the town he lived in. And because he was known as a guy who had a previous history and has a wife somewhere and is trying to clock onto ladies right. in the town, suspicion fell upon him. So
0: he's like a man about town with a bowler and a, and a mustache and, mm. and, and, and a, a shady past. And people are like, that guy's fucking pretty weird like he's giving off weird vibes I think people are more on. used to con
1: men in that era though as well Yeah. and like everything's like you know someone can show up with a piece of paper that's like this is a signed federal document but like right, what the fuck does right, that right, mean right. so you're always on your guard against someone conning you out of something because it could happen all the time I think sure I've These seen Django <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know the crack yeah that's mad
1: <laughs> can't tell who anybody is so he, he he leaves New York I think maybe the big city was a bit too enclosed for him, but also a bit too close to New Hampshire so he takes himself over to Philadelphia
0: yeah the streets of Philadelphia and uh, he invented AIDS there.
1: He did indeed. He had sure. sex with Tom Hanks, and then sure. they created AIDS together. But
0: the actor, uh, the Tom actor, Hanks, Ta- that Tom plays Hanks. somebody who has AIDS. Oh, that's not. not a
1: that's not a documentary. She's no, a,
0: no, no, no. Tom no.
1: Hanks doesn't have AIDS.
0: No, neither does Cuba Gunning Jr. Oh, or Denzel Washington, one of them.
1: <laughs> so he's <laughs> Antonio in, Banderas. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's in the confusing. Guitar case. That is. Uh, confusing. <laughs> uh, that
0: wasn't a documentary. There's a snake in my boots, Tom Hanks. and I've got AIDS.
1: He's never a high price lawyer.
0: Uh, so so he's in he's in New York's mm-hmm. a little boy goes missing and yeah. it's kinda like gotta get out of here. Like yes. that's fucking That very may have been his first murder. Man. That's very suspicious. So he's fucking around with dead bodies fucking around with like uh animals first, then yes. dead bodies. Yes. Then also he's like, like, Oh, there's a stray child yeah. and he just well, snatches up the child.
1: Lucrative insurance scams are the family deals. Right. Getting one person's good. Having a whole family, a man, woman, child, die in a house fire. That's Brilliant. good money. That's tree monies right there. Brilliant. So he he's looking at a fa- he's looking like to torch up a family and go. Yes, I love that. So it might, it might have been he couldn't find a cadaver of a young boy. Ah. He used to complain a lot. Once after he was caught, he complained a lot about having to wait uh, maybe weeks at a time when he when he had an insurance scam set up to yeah. find the right looking body, the right, He'd have the right to get age the
0: right body, weight, the right age, the right size.
1: Especially yeah, if he was matching it to a real person who he was using to, to he was in on the scam. Yeah, with. yeah, yeah. You gotta wait till it looks just like that person.
0: So do you think he's being approached by someone, some like New York businessman? Is like, man, see, I've got a, I've got a wife and she's been uh, cheating on me. <laughs> but I got a life insurance policy on her. How about uh, she uh, <coughs> burns in a fire? If you know what I mean, uh-huh. and you're like, oh, you want me to burn her in fire? And he has to find a bird that looks like that, mm-hmm. you know, tie her up, put her in the thing, burn her in fire, get the insurance money. Is that is that the kind of? Do you think he's being propositioned or is it?
1: I think a bit of both Like when he was mm. in Michigan And you think he's 18 And he's a, he's away with just him And his family sort of Isolated They've moved I would imagine he doesn't know Too many people He probably hatched the scam himself Yeah To a certain degree But yeah that's, now he's That's up in a the big, big city. leap
0: From like no one's ever done it To I wonder how many insurance scams I can get away with Burning up bodies man mm. that,
1: but That's a big I always leap I was wondering like when When the telephone was invented How quickly before someone Came up with a phone scam like, two days? Yeah. Two days, someone, like, fucked with someone yeah, over the phone, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. almost immediately. And there was only, like, two phones in the whole country and someone scammed the guy <laughs> on the other end. Alexander <laughs> Graham Bell. <laughs> he was fucking with, like, J.P. Morgan. Ahoy, ahoy! <laughs> he's like, this is your mother, J.P. <laughs> he's like, mama!
0: <laughs> what are you doing in the basement with Alexander? <laughs> um. So, so he's he in Philadelphia. The, he Little feed. boy disappears and and mm-hmm. he's off again. And yes. this is where... He meets his destiny. Yes, he, he reaches his purpose. Yes,
1: life is come good. He, be, he well, he becomes a pharmacist in the Philadelphia. Right, and uh, with his
0: the, doctor's uh, degree or his, his PhD, he's yes. going. I can be a pharmacist.
1: Yes, exactly. But this is again doesn't want to help people. I think there's a very mm. clear sign that as a doctor, he never works as a doctor, so he doesn't really care about helping people at all. Uh, and again, it, problems happen in Philadelphia. A little boy gets sick from medicine he gets from. Uh, Herman Mudgett at this at this pharmacy,
0: and they claim an insurance line. He's like, "Oh, you took too many tablets."
1: <laughs> and it turns out Herman was the beneficiary of his insurance uh. policy. No. But uh, the, the heat's back on him again for another missing boy or for another dead boy. Uh, so Herman Mudgett now, yeah, this is the making of that's the man. Already, yeah, that's already red flag. Because what happens me, here is Herman Mudgett. Becomes H.H. H. Holmes and a new man, oh, is, born, a new man is born. he has he change his name? Well, he fakes the death of Herman Mudgett. Right, to with, get the insurance. To get the insurance. Cool. And uses that kick and, and whatever else money he saved. But I'm sure he's going to lots of body houses and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and spend his money wildly. But uh, he becomes.
0: Making it rain greenbacks. He
1: becomes a new man altogether. The Henry Howard Holmes. Or H.H. H. Holmes as he prefers to be called. Yes. And uh, he takes Thanks. himself off to Chicago
0: ah voice. so now my 1890s voice will exactly match the location and that' yes. just be a general voice that's why
1: you're hearing Chicago esque uh,
0: accents yes. <laughs> man shame ma. <laughs> uh, so so he moves to uh he moves to Chicago and yes. he then takes up the mantle of pharmacist again
1: yes of course this is what he knows he doesn't want it to be a doctor he doesn't want, to, he doesn't want to do anything that's going to help somebody right so he he's wants to just be a pharmacist who like so can steal medicine and pill poison pressure,
0: people loads of mo- loads of uh, uh Milk of the poppy.
1: Yes, yeah. po- yeah. poison <laughs> them with something that will kill them eight hours later, and snatch their body before anyone oh finds them. I and love then it. Use it in a fire for an insurance scam.
0: Did you come? In, you run into his pharmacy at five to six, and he's like, "I need these tablets," and you're like, "Sure, you do." let me just get my coat yeah. and give it to them and then follow them home and then that's...
1: Or he just gives them the pill he's like, where are you going to be at 10 o'clock tonight? <laughs> okay. Like, oh, no reason. See you then.
0: I mean... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean nothing. Remember to take all of the pills now. <laughs> so when he went into
0: this pharmacy, it was Holton's Pharmacy yes. in Inglewood. Englewood In Chicago. Yes. And and uh, uh, the, the proprietor, yes. uh, Elizabeth Holton, mm. uh, well, the wife of the proprietor, Elizabeth Holton, mm. um, is, a, is a, a, a buxom fine lady. Oh... And... Uh, this seems a good
1: posting. Yeah, I he's, mean, he's the pharmacy boy now.
0: Yeah, he's the gopher. He's, he's the dishing out the pills. Step and fetch
1: it. There's Ma and Pa, but Ma's all right.
0: Yeah, so so Mama's all right. <laughs> She's got a squeeze box. <laughs> ah, Daddy's all right. Yeah. And Holmes take. <laughs> They're both just weird. Yeah. Um. And uh, he 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 fancies her squeeze box, and mm. like, does he? What would you Colour do? A husband, I don't know. like, what's the you... a husband in the way? Ah, what could he do about that? I don't know. Give her, give him some, t- some tablets poison. or you know, you know, tablets. Is that what happened? Yeah, the husband died. oh for fuck's sake! And okay. Elizabeth,
1: in in all her her wisdom, charmed by the man Holmes, yeah. sells him. Said pharmacy
0: I'd I'd say there's an element of like psychological manipulation there as well. It's like mm. lull her into a, like a sexual seduction. Say like she's like, no, he mustn't, and he's like, you your 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 husband, Mary, nah, your husband's in the way, see. Yeah. And then he, you know, just grind this up in his dinner.
1: Yeah, slip it in there.
0: Wow. So so he now owns this pharmacy. Yes.
1: He must have had really Aside good references. Of, Jesus Christ. I, I assume he wrote them, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then <laughs> like, they were glowing. <laughs> previous landlord references. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Works very hard in pharmacy. Killed almost no one. <laughs> <laughs> like, God, he's yeah. good. But again, maybe in them days, though, if your pharmacist didn't, he well, probably did, accidentally give wrong medicine to people every now and then oh of course easy not easier to be a pharmacist then
0: hey man this says 30 leeches on this prescription you only gave me 24 come on who's holding out the leeches um so so they have the they have the he he owns the pharmacy now Mm -hmm. he owns the the pharmacy yes and does he leverage that then into the hotel or how he does does. right
1: this is is where he starts building his money from really right Uh, so he has a
0: bunch of money from all of these um like insurance scams just mm. just pocketed away yeah like in a roll somewhere yeah. under a mattress yes
1: in those days it was somewhere probably mm. about his person as like traveling the country A4
0: like $50 bills like they're the size of copybook pages mm-hmm. and then what like he sells the pharmacy what, but like
1: what? he's so sick he could stuff all his money in a dead gopher's ass just be confident no one would steal it
0: <laughs> oh that's old that's old uh, gophery there <laughs> Can't can't it's a moose head
1: ain't nobody gonna put their hand in there with me
0: so he, he uh, does he sell the pharmacy does he he doesn't
1: well he, he oh. he, well he does he does eventually but could he couldn't first sell
0: it out from under Elizabeth if she was like no 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 yes exactly Elizabeth right. is
1: still there uh, well she sold to him but she's still working there he begins uh, becoming I guess a snake oil salesman I don't really know how to describe it he makes cure-alls which are essentially water with, water
0: with cocaine in it Yeah
1: No not even cocaine Water mixed with crapola And just sells it to people And uh. goes This is a cure all uh, This is this, uh, Very expensive stuff That will like Cure your whatever Your blindness He, he just becomes a snake oil salesman A charlatan Of Brilliant. the time And that's where he starts Like boosting his His finances a little right. bit and, he,
0: and, and working on his Spiels And exactly mm. Working on
1: his His salesman techniques. Roll up roll up His showman His entrepreneur sound Cool uh, And this is where his, his, his plan comes to fruition then He finds there's a vacant lot Across the street from the uh, this this, this right. pharmacy that he's working in, uh, and uh, he he decides to buy said vacant lot at six hundred one to six hundred three West Sixty Third Street in Englewood.
0: And this is the the site of the famous H H Holmes Hotel.
1: Yes, the World's Fair Hotel.
0: Awesome. So at the time in eighteen ninety three, there's a like uh, an anniversary of the uh, Christopher Columbus finding the New World, right? Mm-hmm. And for like fourteen hundred ninety two, yes, and a year. Yes. So there's like 401. A, yeah, it's a 401st anniversary, and uh, this is going to be the World's Fair Hotel. Yes. Themed on all the scientific, you know, uh, uh, advances of the time. Like we're talking about the time when Tesla is making uh, these special light bulbs, and mm-hmm. he he's already moved over from Croatia and he's working with uh, Edison, and mm-hmm. they're trying they're racing to get this like light bulb technology. We're talking about the time of great change and a yeah. great development in, American this in the American like, yeah. like
1: this, this period of time like, a lot of shit gets invented that's like useful to... modern shit that's in everyday life now.
0: But it's in everyday life but it was kind of suppressed for a while. Like it, oh, yeah. A lot of that stuff could have been it? invented impressive. a lot earlier mm. and then like you know, World War One crept around and kind of people were busy for a while but it seems like the, the 1890s was a great time of, of uh, ingenuity. It was. And he was able to take advantage of this by yeah. hiring on a bunch of hotel builders that would be fired piece by piece, right? Yes,
1: make this magnificent hotel Mad. powered with lights and and all sorts of magical things all over it.
0: And so so he's like he's hooked up with with uh, uh Lizzie Holton? Is he mm. is she Oh no in she's toe? dead. Oh
1: fuck. She's no way. dead. No, yeah, way. why what is it, like when people started coming and complaining that their snake oil cures weren't working and like what the name of Holton Pharmacies means nothing anymore and she comes in and complains, what do you think he's gonna do? Oh no. He's got to kill her.
0: So he's single now. He's like, oh, I'm a single man. I'm coming oh, I around. Say I'm going to make it. A... There's always oh. a string of
1: ladies behind him. And at this point, there's right. also a wife behind him. Did so he's I...
0: got second wife.
1: Yeah, yeah. Did I not mention that? No. Oh, okay. In 1887, at, at, he's only 25 now. Uh, he becomes a, a fully-fledged bigamist, steps into another crime. He's really, he's really flying now. Uh, and he marries his second wife, Myrta Belknap.
0: He seems like just a shady con now. Yeah. Like just general shadiness. Yeah. But a gentleman criminal.
1: Yes. Well, nice. I mean, as gentlemanly as it can be when murdering people. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but he's quite. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he's yeah. an October. He's certainly a charmer. He's certainly charming. Yeah, everyone it seems he meets. Like him, it would, it Absolutely like, a,
0: like an eighteen nineties Charlie Manson.
1: Hmm. He meets Myrta on one of his trips around selling the snake oil in, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and she's all about him. Yes. Uh, he he is working on a divorce from the first wife Clara Lovering, but uh, that never actually goes through.
0: So she's at home in New Hampshire with the child belonging to him. Hmm. I wonder what happened to the child, at H. H. Holmes. Huh. Did it grow up to be?
1: Must be Hitch, his first Hitch. son, Robert Holmes Jr. And then he had a daughter with uh, Myrta as well. He had a daughter named Lucy in 1889.
0: Wow! Uh, mm. Yeah, we'd we'll have to look that up. Yeah, and Let's
1: Myrta Merta like knew. I guess like don't play her too much. She, I guess, was thinking, oh, he's getting divorced from his first wife. Mm. He's a doctor. He's a, he's 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 bought this pharmacy. He's a rich entrepreneur. This is all going well. I like this guy. I'm mean, gonna we have a child with him. We got, we we're we married. So like Myrta's not. She's alright. It's understandable that yeah. she's getting sucked in at this point, and I'm sure she's not seeing any of the murders. And
0: he's like loaded like
1: And he's loaded, he's doing yeah. well. He seems to be like and he seems to be a bit of a genius because he's now bought this lot and he's building a hotel in preparation in the late eighteen eighties for this eighteen ninety three World Fair that's coming. Right. That's a good he's 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 quartering a market there. He's getting ready to go. He knows the crap yeah, and he's he, branded it and everything. Yeah, like. he goes like Chicago's gonna be the number one travel to place in the world mm. in eighteen ninety three and I'm gonna have like a massive hotel in downtown.
0: So, in this hotel, yes. like I, I watched a documentary that went through. Like they that, that had these three D models of of the inside of the hotel. Yes, it seems to be some fucking look like a castle, crazy right? Fu- yeah. Like had these weird kind of battlements, a castle, out rooms, fun house, you know, uh, a secret room, hmm. scary movie type. You know, like dumb waiters going up and down and and slides uh, like. For bodies into the
1: basement, and shit like it's yeah. wild. It's like a Resident Evil Silent Hill. Yeah, like all the, the puzzle the boxes and, of, and all. Of that Guillermo stuff. del Toro. Yeah, like pure evil hellhole. Some uh,
0: some pan's labyrinth. Yeah, kind of it's shit, like man. that kind of oh. fucking
1: trippy shit, but in in the form of some kind of Silent Hill. So, hotel.
0: So give us the specs then of this hotel. Like we're talking about Fritzl basement type construction. So when when yeah, Joe, these
1: guys are so industrious, aren't yeah, they, man?
0: When if you want to fucking kill and rape somebody, you 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 get industrious. You really get back into it. Like. You gotta work. So uh, he like with Joseph Fritzl, mm-hmm. like he he used uh, over a dozen builders to build the separate part. Like one guy to de- excavate the ground, ah, to not... one guy to like lay the foundation blocks, another guy to lay these other blocks, and then the secret room was built by one builder, and then he was fired. Another one came in to build the next part, and nobody had a full you know kind deep of it was. scope of yeah. of the full project to know to be able to put it together, except one dude, Joseph Fritzl had. Remember that one guy? Yes. Yeah, he was a bit soft in the head. Yeah. He wasn't all, you know. That's wasn't He wasn't a full. <laughs> he wasn't a full hundred cents. You know what I'm saying. And um, I presume H. H H Holmes was kind of playing builders off each other and doing like the exact the exact, the exact same, same process. Yeah, but but twenty mind, times bigger. This huge, exactly this massive hotel. Awesome. This this three storied
1: hotel with uh, hundreds of rooms.
0: So what? Like, give us the specs of the hotel then. What, what, right. Well, what had it?
1: This hotel that uh, the the locals called the castle. Again, if you see, if you see a diagram or a picture of the hotel at the time, it kind of had these weird uh, turret kind of bits that came out, and yeah. it was very flat. It was like a three block long, a three three building, three square building expanse. Mm. So it did look like a big castle, a big foreboding building, and the uh, the locals really didn't like the the look of it or the facade of it or the. The general, oppressive uh, general. nature of the building yeah. itself, on the street, but uh, the the hotel on the bottom floor seemed pretty nice. It had shops, mm. uh, like jewelry shops, all sorts of things. There was, wow. a, there pharmacy? was a pharmacy. Yeah, of course you go. have got to get your tablets somewhere, right? Of course, you've got to kill people that way. Like, because that's that's such a fun way. Like, maybe you wake up in the morning, and go pop a pill, wrong pill, kill a person, yay, walk but, off. Do but how pills. do you ex-
0: how do you explain like the you know the USPS arriving at the door with like boxes of tablets? for mixing up like poison Mar- Mar- yeah like you're like where'd you get this Zyklon B from <laughs> uh, oh no it's for the pharmacy and you're like oh okay do you know it's, it's a great excuse to have me- oh, yeah, medical his, his chemicals his on the and his poisons and chemicals yeah. and everything you needs oh yeah deliveries not if you were having deliveries to a hotel that didn't have a pharmacy in it like that you'd be like hey what the fuck do you know it's a good yeah. idea that's I very, clever. Think about that. very clever very uh,
1: yeah, clever well the, so we uh, this bottom floor there's also a conference room there's a bar it's like a you know general kind of hotel mm. mall lobby kind of a thing second floor and the third floor where all the rooms are the guest rooms and then on the top floor there's also an office which is his office which is connected to a, a large full-size bank vault wow so I guess he thinks he's doing super well at this time and uh, a, a powerful large furnace that's on the third floor that's <laughs> so like, what what to keep the hotel warm. To keep his office upper floors yeah, warm. floor. Yeah, his bank yeah, Bank vault. I'm sure yeah, that bank sure. vault gets very sure, cold. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but like uh, proper, When I say bank vault, I mean proper bank vault, like airtight bank vault.
0: I, I <laughs> come a later. I put. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put my cards down and say it was the hotel manager in the bank vault with the suffocation. That's my clue. though guess. Yes, with yeah. bare hands. With bare hands. <laughs> oh God, that is and, fucked, and man. Erection. <laughs> so we can see, like, with a bank vault, a furnace. Mm. That many rooms, like w- no windows in it. I read yes. there's another room uh, uh, up near the top of the building that just had a hatch on the top of it. Yes, and it was soundproof and yes. uh, concrete. put all someone inside. in there and just let them starve. Yeah,
1: it was like ten feet up to the hatch in the roof, so you drop uh, someone in, lock the hatch, and, and that's it. Yeah, they're having to the a lamp it's like shit. death, and then mm. you
0: have uh, a it- bunch of doors that led to like you open it and it's a, a uh, itchy, itchy and scratchy type cartoon wall yeah where you just a, can't get through it and you're like oh bollocks
1: there's a brick so, like, wall behind the door
0: as you're running up a staircase away from a, like a murderous hh Holmes in a soundproof hallway that's fit between two other like sides of the building yeah. that nobody knows is there yeah yeah a secret hallway you're running away and you're like finally got to the door and finally like you turn the handle and you pull the door thinking that this, this is your escape and, you own, and there's just a brick wall there. Mm-hmm. Like, that is some fucking grim psychological yeah. torture. Like, not only are you going to get murdered, but you also have that f- flickering glint of the possibility of escape. Yes. Until you open the door and it's brick wall. Like,
1: that's fucked. This guy, in a way, inspired a lot of horror tropes, I guess. Yeah, man. His oh, life story. Oh, they always run upstairs. Running up the stairs, but the stairs leading to nowhere. And that sort yeah. of, like, trippy horror, like a Blair Witch trippy horror movie kind of a way where it's like... Like you go up a set of stairs and it just comes to a dead end. Like Silent,
0: Silent Hill is a very good uh, analogy. I'm sure that the Silent Hill people got some ideas from those kind of psychological tricks. Like that's mm.
1: that's fucking pretty it's sick he also
0: used to put people in the bank vault and close it and then they would just suffocate over a period of three or four days
1: he did like his different
0: forms of killing mm.
1: what was with that
0: uh, and also then led to every flavour let, let's go through there's torture rooms then mm. other torture rooms that he had like, yeah he
1: had a hundred windowless yeah, rooms that were like fucked, not man. really guest rooms these were just assorted rooms mm. for doing whatnot there were 51 doors that led to the brick walls of which you speak that is which is a lot a ferocious <laughs> Yeah. so imagine this all the way, like, like there's it, none, none of the layout makes sense none of it kind of matches so everything's all higgledy piggledy so it's it's hard to tell where any anything is how do you but get a builder, 50, one of the doors have nothing behind them how
0: do you get a builder to hang a door in front of a brick wall or how do you get a builder to build a brick wall inside of an already cut out door like like i don't know man. They must, you know what, someone I'll, knows something
1: a few of the builders would have worked somewhere and, and apparently there were rumors mm. that went around the town like you know obviously like during the titanic building maybe there was a few rumors that spread throughout the the shipyard like yeah. here I'm sure the builders in the taverns afterwards would have Said like, did you? What did you build today? He's like, <laughs> yeah, like you wouldn't believe it.
0: This, I, that that guy up in that up uh, the castle up there, he had me, he had me build a a brick wall inside of forty doors. <laughs> you're like, what? I built a room full of spikes today. <laughs> like, that's that's unnecessary. <laughs> this guy had me testing the the place for uh, for ventilation. <laughs> I filled the whole. I, I I smoked two packets of cigars up there. Now one bit of smoke got out. Like that's fucked up, man. Who, like, somebody knows something. There's no way you can have that specificity of murder method.
1: Well, he did have an acclamp Ah. Yeah. During the building, uh, he meets a, a carpenter on the site named uh, Benjamin Peitzel. And right. Benjamin Peitzel is uh, a bit of a violent criminal. I got a
0: guy. Yeah. I got a guy to do that stuff yeah. for you.
1: But on the uh, classic of the time, had wow. hopped a train, moved somewhere else, met someone, got married, had some kids, and now was not a violent criminal anymore, I guess.
0: So he was like a vagrant hobo that just wanted to start again. But yes, became a carpenter, set
1: th- I... himself up So Boyle had a wife and five young children uh, that needed support, and he and Holmes like kind of immediately hit it off, like some sort of. Uh, uh, gruesome Mr Burns and Smithers so you think it was kind of like a, pr-
0: a predator prey like he was like oh I fucking I think he found this like violent young you. fella
1: who wasn't clever enough to become like his own serial killer wow or maybe aspired to something like that
0: yeah a gopher man a lifter yeah. a body lifter
1: and also but also Holmes was showing him the world of like I do murders but I also get rich doing it brilliant think about that
0: I've got five kids of course I need to get a few bob and, and I, I get to murder and
1: I get to kill people and smash things I oh, love that it's a win win yeah, so these two become sort of inseparable. Uh, he becomes sort of the Igor to his Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, Benjamin Peitzel is his Igor in many ways. And actually, later, a state prosecutor in the case would say Peitzel was, was more like his tool or his creature than...
0: Uh, yeah, I would imagine so. ...than like an accomplice mean, or, a, or a partner. H.H. H. Holmes sounds like a smart guy. Like, he's not gonna, he's not going to take on someone that he couldn't completely control. And keep silent. Like one word out of Pitezalin, and it's game over. Like for the whole yeah, exactly. hotel, you know.
1: Yeah, he knows all the dirty secrets. Jesus. And but then so, does that put Paitzel in a precarious position? Yeah, As well, but like,
0: I don't know, man. Like an Igor type. It's like
1: if you work for Doctor No yeah. as one of the henchmen, but especially on the on the the top level or whatever near his office, you must know what's going on, and you must know like
0: if Doctor No goes down, you go down. I'm going down too. Like, there's no way.
1: Like I, he has to win, or I'm going down. Like yeah, so Bond so, will just walk in here and shoot me in the head, and I'll be in the movie for like half a second.
0: But it seems like Holmes's, uh culpability was, like, defended by Pitesell. Like, he's like, well, shit, now I have to do it because I'm even a little bit, uh, you know, a little oh, bit involved. Uh, yeah, he got petergated. Yeah, I'm a tiny bit involved and now I have to, like, fight for my life yes to keep Holmes clean yeah that is, that's such to make a sure start, he doesn't get caught to clean yeah, it's up a after a mad him, psychological trap to there, make sure like.
1: nobody notices what's going on
0: so he helped with all the
1: cleaning up of all the bodies and yes, the exactly. mopping up of blood and the exactly covered the, 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 the
0: alibi that Holmes needed the yeah Holmes was always to. with
1: Benjamin Pycelle and his family I guess whenever a murder went down but uh, Holmes so once the hotel opens Holmes like it's <laughs> he pretty much begins murdering right away he in the hiring process he uh, he hires pretty much predominantly single young women uh, and especially any who might have moved to the ten- to yes, Chicago from, from to find work yeah, for the World Fair. They don't Fair.
0: have family and they're living in a shared accommodation with they're, some other girls. And it's like, they're from have like you Missouri seen Mary Lou?
1: And, yeah, I'm going up to the Chicago for, for two years, make a lot of yeah. money and come back to town. And we'll, we'll buy a restaurant or something.
0: I'm going to the World's Fair, mama. I'm going to make my fortune.
1: I'm going to meet that Mr. Tesla and marry him.
0: <laughs> and then?
1: It's so like, you're not going to marry Tesla. Oh, Mr.
0: Holmes. Why, surely I need a place to lay my head for the night.
1: And, and rich entrepreneur set then, up in the city of Chicago. Yeah,
0: like rich man, nice, man. Mustache, starch, nice mustache, nice mustache, like not
1: ter- not not weirdly not not psychopathic looking. Yeah, had a, a bundiness, a Ted Bundiness about him, where it was like, oh, you look like a normal. <laughs> oh the fuck,
0: they're the worst ones. <laughs> yeah. So he he would kill them then with with almost a like a dozen different types of documented. Murder methods.
1: Yeah, he he, he enjoyed many flavors. The rainbow, the Skittles, I believe.
0: We've talked about then, like, the the bank vault suffocation. Yes. We have the uh, 10-foot tall room with a hatch on the top. Yes. Uh, He had a
1: a vent system run into some rooms. Brilliant. Where he, it was a one-way vent system, so he could pump gas from the basement into the system. So he, as you said, he'd take his chemicals from his pharmacy mix them up in the basement, some ether, some, some ethanol, some other things. Chloroform. Uh, chloroform. And then he'd, he'd heat it up, send it up through the vents. Africa. Vent. <laughs> that will kill immediately. Yeah. Uh, or axe Africa. Uh, or ask yeah. Africa, depending on where you live. <laughs> and uh, he'd send it up through the vent and, and into the rooms and people would, would basically asphy- asphyxiate in their in their sleep. There's lots of pictures. But like, he'd murder someone in their sleep, not even being in the room. He wouldn't even experience it. Yeah, that, yeah, but still. he just no. open the room later and see the dead body and then, I guess, immediately get rock hard.
0: Well, I, there's loads of... um. Like pictures, like the ca- uh, caricature depictions and and drawings of how he would creep in, and there was all sorts yeah. of secret doors behind, like like in inside alcoves and bookshelves, and he had uh, you know fifty one like doors a Harry with br- with or br- walls, but he had a bunch of other ones, like in the Oval Office. You know, have you ever seen the Oval Office? Oh, and like yeah. the, the 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 cornice bookcase. or the the dado rail, as we call it. it, goes all the way around, and then there's like a line that's indiscernible from the wallpaper, and it just and it just opens into mm. the hallway and you're like oh so he had a lot of secret doors and he just like creep in and go over to the bed and be like oh yeah you're dead and then like bounce mm. or or his ego or Paitzel would come in and pull the body out and then dump it down a, a kind of a laundry chute of bodies into the a bed chute yeah
1: like what like yeah. like like uh, there's like a slight like a laundry chute laundry chute from
0: from from a, I suppose a couple of central locations, but they would go down between the walls, like the lads in the the first Matrix movie when they're trying to escape the agents. Oh yeah, yeah. Just go yeah, like yeah. all the way down through
1: the lats, right and down, just down, to down into the, basement. the basement. Oh, ah. and then so like, class, but like if you were staying in the hotel and you weren't one of the murders, or you weren't one of the, the murderers, you'd never know. But like you'd walk up to the laundry chute, maybe you throw like some la- my pillowcases down. You'd be like, Jesus, that stinks!" <laughs> no, fucking hell. There'd be no bodies. People cause... shitting on their sheets and putting them in the laundry chute. <laughs> what did he have? Like he had
0: a he had a furnace.
1: He had oh, a massive furnace. I see. They're going down, and he's incinerating the bodies in the yeah. basement. Oh, uh, Jesus. Uh,
0: well, what, what he was doing was, uh, yeah. as far as I read, he was he he, he was satisfying his picadillo of <laughs> cutting up bodies. heard? Yeah. So he would get them down, cut them up. Yeah. And then sell the organs. This guy is like. Trifty. He is
1: thrifty. He Use every
0: part. Yeah, like uh, the Native American Indians with the buffalo. <laughs> buffalo. Yeah. So like he cut them up, sell their bones like for skeletons for science labs, I guess, right or whatever. Are you saying
1: murder victims that could be in like a laboratory somewhere, a teaching school somewhere in America?
0: Imagine H H somewhere around Chicago. There's like a stamp somewhere with Home H Triple H on it. Yeah. I don't know, man.
1: And I thought they got it from the WWE.
0: Is there any other? Types that you found, yeah, yeah. He, uh,
1: he he had a, a a hanging room, which was essentially a room with like a makeshift gallows in it. You know, kind of we could crank someone up and hang yeah. them. Yeah, uh, and then he also had a. Med- I don't even believe this one. He had a medieval stretching rack. That's uh, it a, is a stretch rack. to believe it, but they yeah.
0: like it's not an undead like. That's that's a terrible way to die. Just getting pulled apart slowly.
1: Like I'm thinking, like oh god, no one's died like this in like 400 years.
0: But he, he must have had some massive amount of foresight, like some genius foresight to know. If I'm going to be killing someone by chopping them up in bits or by like poisoning them, they're mm. going to be like running around the room screaming and, and you know, clutching at their throat. Mm-hmm. Or if you're stretching somebody,
1: they'll scream. Pretty they're hard. going to
0: scream pretty hard. Or if you put somebody in a room for like ten days to starve to death, like they're going to be shouting. He had it all soundproofed. He had it all. Oh, done up. like that's that is like grim evil foresight.
1: Mm. But how how do you know if someone like went into one of the rooms and found them or like say I was staying there and I woke up in the middle of the night. Yeah, and I, w- I wanted to go for I wanted to. You know, Hey who was that chick I saw earlier I got knock on her door see where she at?
0: I read this And I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out The technology behind it But he had a, a set of silent alarms oh. On people's oh, room, door, room doors yeah. Where when they'd open the door And start moving around He from a centre location Would be able to know That people were moving around But it wasn't like a Like a string With, yeah, like with a bell on it or whatever yeah, yeah. But like there's a, a set of silent alarms Inside the hotel uh, How do they work? If anyone out there can tell us info at those conspiracy guys. Uh, dot com, if you if you know like.
1: How did Holmes is uh, a alarm, alarm system silent, work? Alarm system worked, but like. he knew when people were moving around the hotel. Yeah, good God, it's madness. So he almost had like Give a Freddy, Freddy or Jason ability to just appear wherever you were, and even if you ran from him and hid somewhere you yeah, open room. the door and there's a brick wall and... but even if you found a room to hide in he'd know which room you got into yeah. and just like walk straight to that room his, his his feet would appear as like a little silhouette under the door dun, dun. and he'd just stop and you'd be like dun, 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 dun. "Yeah, he know I'm in here whoa, 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 whoa. and then the next thing dun, you, hear, you just hear the door lock and you go why is he locking the door and then you hear a vent <laughs> clack just beside <laughs> you and that's it Oh, oh man! Fuck. Yeah, that's fucked. That's and he's so dark.
0: He'd be there to uh, he have like chasing a, people down the hallways, and he'd have to, like a, ca- a tin can on the end of a string, talking to pipe in the in the basement, <laughs> just going, "Turn on number 31! <laughs>
1: oh Jesus! That's fucked up, man. Oh, yeah, funny. so like the, the murder yeah. methods were varied, varied and wild. And that's look, that's just like what we know from the structures that yeah. were in place people that these like are
0: photographs of the structures and, and, and mm. uh, after the,
1: the police kind of yeah. discovered things like but if he just like walked into someone's room and locked himself in there with them how he manually murdered them I mean is anybody's guess mm. what he was actually doing to people and as well as his furnace and uh, his incinerators in the basement he also had uh, vats of acid and pits of lime oh that'll do it for dissolving uh, for getting rid of pesky the bo- biological matter and skin and all yeah, yeah for anything, yeah, anything he couldn't sell and it's all, dissolved completely.
0: it's all like sealed so that people couldn't smell anything. They're like, this is the snelliest hotel in America. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Like that's serious forethought. Yeah. Genius level forethought. Mad. Super, super dark. So he kept killing. He was killing a lot of people in this hotel,
1: right? Yeah, he was killing his staff who he mandatorily took out insurance policies on. <laughs> For their safety If they had an accident In the hotel or something The hotel was the beneficiary Should God they be here So that he'd pick a poison He told accident. them So he could pay out to them If anything happened to them that He's yeah. like It's just easier To set it up this way I'll get paid the money in I'll support your family If you get hurt in the hotel But really he just started Murdering his own employees He so, was murdering guests Coming yeah. through to the World Fair And uh, he was murdering uh, Ladies he would seduce And bring to the hotel I'm Sure, that's he would, a go out and, he would go out And find ladies To, Talk to, to them. seduce and bring them And, and kill them
0: Awkward mm. That is the walk of shame Of death Yes The walk of shame of death so, so he had over over two hundred murders in that. It's, it's like he 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 didn't confess to two hundred, but it was no. estimated two hundred people died by his hand. Yes, that is mad. And Pysel was obviously like complicit in all of these yes. murders as well.
1: He probably would have known most of them.
0: Fucking hell! There's only so long you can do that though before you get bushed. right? Like Eventually, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna. The heat will come down, and the
1: heat did come down on him uh, pretty hard. He, uh, he, in 1892, he made a trip to Boston where he met a woman named Minnie Williams, and she was a member of a wealthy railroad family. Uh, and he was under one of his aliases, uh, Henry Gordon. I know. Hey. And uh, he, he began a long distance relationship with her, writing love letters back and forth. And in February 1893, she moves into the hotel just as the World's Fair starts. Right. She moves into the hotel uh, as to work as the his intern, his uh, personal stenographer, yeah. which is just a cover for her to be able to like be in his office all the time. All day and it's what she told her family back in boston mm. i'm gonna learn how to be a stenographer let me go do this and she goes off and does it uh he then charms her convinces her that he'll he'll leave his his wife and then he'll marry her his second wife yes his second wife he's just like living in in uh, uh, their house in wilmette and like never comes to the hotel every time he comes to the hotel in the morning his wedding ring goes off and He's a different wow. guy, yeah. And uh,
0: it's a lot of that's a lot of fucking lies to live up to. It's he's Men. got a lot
1: of lot of personalities, a lot of different mm. identities, everything on the go. So like he's he's H Holmes to everyone in the hotel, and not to his wife, but he's he's Henry Gordon to this Minnie Williams that's now living in the hotel yeah. with him. Uh, where, again, he, he'd move his lovers into the hotel with him because that's where he could be a different person. Yeah, and uh, they'd have their
0: own room. And
1: he gets her. This is the, this is a really sick thing. He he convinces her to get her sister Annie down from Boston. And the reason he wants this is because her and Annie jointly own a property in Fort Worth, Texas. And he wants this property and he needs both to sign it over to him.
0: In an insurance scam type pharmacy I'm husband deal. sure what deal. he's telling them. Jesus. But they come
1: in, they sign it over to him and then he signs it over to Ben Pitell to, to distance himself from the deal. Right. But he still keeps control of it.
0: So Igor owns the place in, in, in Texas, Fort Worth, Texas. And the two yeah. sisters are living in the murder hotel.
1: Yes, and the two Williams sisters who own this place before to be taxes. true. For, yes. Yeah. So what happens once they sign the uh, sign the stuff over?
0: I'd say they probably die in a mysterious and crazy way, right? They did
1: indeed. Uh, police. That's like, just a guess, like yeah. Police found uh, scratches, claw like fingernail scratches, and a shoe print from Annie Williams Christ. from inside the bank vault. So it would seem that he locked her inside the bank vault and, and suffocated her. Right. And they found uh, Minnie Williams' jewellery inside the furnace in his office. So how he killed her, we've no idea, but we know that... <laughs> she got, she got yeah. the dirt. Oh, her hair and stuff was found inside the furnace as well. So we know that he, he probably stuffed her inside the furnace, mm. chopped her up and, and burned her. And
0: this is after he was arrested and stuff.
1: This is only after he was arrested, this was found. Right. But, the, so, but the, them disappearing and their family... Wondering where the hell they had gone. Right. Is what kind of brings the heat down on him.
0: So when he's arrested, he's arrested for like a murder, like a murder charge. He's suspected of murder, right? Because that seems like to be the crime of... The crime the, 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 the top crime that yeah. he's,
1: he's running here, yeah. A lot of insurance scams. No, unfortunately, what he's actually arrested for is wrangling a horse. For fuck's sake. Mm. Yeah, he runs down to Fort Worth, Texas with Peitzel and Peitzel's wife and ah, five kids. To try and get the whole on, on the building. This, this was his plan to run now. All, he's, he's, if he's done up to 200 murders, the Williams sisters was his way of getting away right he sees them as a way out he gets so he's willing to walk away from a whole hotel oh absolutely as long as he just can build like, a new something in Fort Worth Texas and just go again brilliant so and he's
0: left the hotel then to run on its own with the staff and yeah, they with don't the caretaker know what to and all of that day. yeah packing one was wow. caretaker
1: running the place and uh, yeah so he I'm he, surprised he didn't burn it down
0: for the insurance money
1: yeah I don't know why he never thought of that hmm Maybe he couldn't. It was, like, too precious to him. Yeah. His, his amazing murder memory Memories. Himself. Yeah. But, uh, or maybe he didn't have time. Maybe he left very yeah. quickly. Because him and him, Pitesell and, and Pitesell's family just head down to Fort Worth, Texas. He can't seem to get any good scams going down in Fort Worth, Texas. He doesn't really know anybody. And maybe people are a bit more skeptical of the city boys. I'd say those city boys are pretty savvy. Yeah. So he gets caught doing some horse wrangling uh, and then goes on the run again because he doesn't want to meet justice. In, he's very afraid to meet justice in Texas. Hmm. So in January, uh, yeah, Texas,
0: don't fuck around with justice, right? They really
1: don't. They really don't. But this is a uh, this is really where the end comes. Oh, he does pick up, by the way, uh, in eighteen ninety four, he picks up his third wife, Georgina Yoke, in uh, Denver, Colorado.
0: So on the way to Texas, he stops off he's in like, Colorado and, 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 and gets a wife. Woman. Yeah, she's okay. on the way
1: because he's like, I'm gonna become a new man. I'm gonna become like blah blah blah. This marry me. And be so my wife.
0: so he's left. He's <laughs> so he's left Myrtle in Chicago. Yes, he has another one in New Hampshire with a kid. Yes, it's Clara. Right And now he has a third wife And they're on in the Denver, way In Denver,
1: Colorado She's staying in Denver, Colorado Oh she just
0: stays there And he marries her for the crap Right He married she- her and right. said I'm
1: coming back For you But he, he does come back for her mm. uh, he, he travels uh, His downfall really begins In, in St. Louis, Missouri Where he meets a, a fellow Named Marion Hedgepeth What the fuck is with these names? I don't know Which one's of these names These people have strange names mm. Mm. He's uh, an M- Winthorpe and, <laughs> and
0: Pierpoint and all these names that aren't around anymore.
1: I don't know where people... Yeah, I don't know where they get these names. For instance, his, his parents were named Levi Horton Mudgett and Theodette Page Price. Theodette?
0: Like Theodate. That's, that's like Theodore, the, the feminine, feminine of Theodore.
1: Right? Oh, Theodette's the woman. Oh, I got confused there. Okay, right. <laughs> that was his mother. Okay, Good never names. mind. Good yeah, names. Yeah, people had crazy fucking names back then.
0: So he has uh, a... What, what did you say? A Marion Hedgepeth. That's the
1: one. Uh, famous outlaw and train robber. And uh, he he sets up again one of his uh, insurance scams with him. He's he's in jail for a, for a day in St. Louis, Missouri for selling uh, stolen goods for right. fraudulent stuff. And uh, he's talking to Marion Hedgepeth and he sets up a deal with him uh, to work with uh, Hedgepeth's kind of crooked lawyer, fellow named Jepta Howe. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: It sounds like you're making this shit up. Go on. No, I'm not.
1: No, I'm not. Go on. Uh, the, the scam goes through. And, uh, of course... H.H. Uh, H. H. Holmes Fails to pay Hedgepeth Right He's still in the time That will come back To bite him in the ass later
0: Yeah I'd say that A, a, a prolific train robber And career criminal Is not going to fuck around With some insurance scammer
1: Exactly mm. uh, He heads back to Philadelphia With Pitezel Where he knows more people And can run more scams Than he can in Texas So in, in, in Philadelphia Pitezel decides that Now it's or Well Holmes decides Now it's time for Pitezel To fake his death Holmes yeah, like, I'm sick of faking my death You Holmes has fake your done it like, death
0: like Eight times Exactly now. And he's changed like, his name a bunch and he's like I like H.H. H. Holmes as a name it's time for you to take the bullet Paitzel
1: exactly and, and the heat's coming down from Texas as well because of the horse wrangling deal and from all the other ca- little stops he's had along the way and all his wives and all his different wives so he's saying hey Paitzel if you're going to be my proper psychic you need to change your name you need to not be you anymore because right. this isn't going around so Paitzel eventually agrees he gets set up as B.F. Perry a successful inventor uh, who would be maimed and killed in a laboratory explosion brilliant after having set up his $10,000 life insurance policy just haven't so, set it
0: up so that seems like a pretty foolproof plan mm. then.
1: all you need to do is get a cadaver that looks a bit like Peitzel. yeah like, but, like he wouldn't have access the to them because he doesn't work
0: in a hospital uh, oh, yeah. university or
1: He's, he hasn't had any medical ties for a good few years he then. hasn't
0: gone back like he he can't go back to the hotel to find a body why is he going to find a
1: body that looks just like Ben Peitzel?
0: he could just use like Peitzel's body his body uh, oh you mean kill him yeah could he do that
1: he did do that, yeah. Oh fuck's sake! He
0: okay. Did. He, he... So, oh, can you imagine that? Like being Ben Peitzel being like, "Sure, Henry, I'll help you out anyway." I could. And he just like gets a chloroform cloth over the mouth. Like that is not cool.
1: Yeah, chloroforms him and sets him on fire.
0: Fucking hell! And then yeah. obviously claims the insurance. And, and he claims the grand. insurance,
1: and then goes to Peitzel's wife and says, uh, Peitzel has all the money. He's travelled on ahead of us to London. Yeah, that's he I wants read me that, to man. get you
0: out." This, this is the worst part. Didn't of just the story. ditch the family. Yeah, this could is have, the worst could part. Could have, could have, but didn't. Just left that family with the wife and five kids to just wonder. And, and you know, those five kids who grew up and go, My daddy just walked out on me one day. Mm. He said he was going out to buy a pack of cigarettes, never came home. And instead, Holmes came to that family and went, Your daddy has gone to London with a bunch of money. Come with me and we'll go. all go to London. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up, like, leaving a trail of. Dead kids' bodies behind him, like Hansel and Gretel yeah. with breadcrumbs in the forest. On his way to Canada,
1: yeah, he, he that splits was the family too, really man. Two, uh, three middle kids, and then the mother and the two oldest kids. And he, he does this weird thing where he travels up to Canada with them, where he's traveling with one group and then leaves them in the town, brings goes to the other, travels back to the other group, brings them a different way leaves them in a different town mm. and just keeps moving them up together and
0: leaving one behind every time as a yeah. dead body like
1: but then at, at the last up in uh, Detroit he ends up like bringing the, the middle three kids just by himself up into Canada up into mm. Toronto where he ends up murdering uh, the two young girls and then uh, later in Toronto yeah in Toronto and then <laughs> and then later comes back to Detroit where he murders uh, the her, Ben Paitel's son
0: can you imagine me and Ben Paitel's son like waiting in an apartment in Detroit mm-hmm. for H. H H Holmes to come back after bringing your two sisters up to Canada like that is a lonely like 48 hours or whatever it took to get like fuck you're thinking should should I just bolt like I might I should be out of here right like this is not good where's mom where's my brothers and sisters like that is dark to convince the child to stay there, like don't go anywhere. And keep back bringing them with you for no reason, like for no reason. Maybe
1: to like hide yourself. Oh, uh, don't look like a single man traveling now. Yeah, but other a th- single but man traveling st- is
0: less suspicious than like a, a single man with three teenage kids that aren't his or don't yeah. look like him. And would like, tell people they're not...
1: They're, oh, this is a friend of our dad's. His name is H.H. H. Holmes. He owns a hotel in Chicago. Like, Yeah, Jesus, It seems man. so weird. There's something twisted in him.
0: Well, it. the thing is, like, Toronto was his downfall. Like, if whatever you're doing in America, but you don't fuck around with them Canadians with the
1: shit. Not them MC, those mounted police. Mm. Yeah,
0: man. Them lads will eat, like, dog shit and, like, lick the air yeah. and find you in And tell an when you last had a cup of coffee. Yeah. You're like, this guy likes... Uh, Throwing bread to ducks. How did you know that? Mm. Shit tastes like bread and ducks. Like, they're magic, it seems yeah. to me. Like, juice out. Remember juice out? Juice
1: out?
0: Yeah. Where that... Uh, oh, juice out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not like... Oh, I thought you said, no, thought you said <laughs> juice out. I was like, juice out. <laughs> I'm going down to Florida. No, it's not. It's juice... <laughs> due south due south and there's like a, a, a mounted police and he comes down and he works with uh, like some guy in Chicago street, like, street yeah feet. see uh-huh. um, so like in Philadelphia there was a detective mm. called Frank Geyer Ooh. and he was tracking homes and he oh. tracked them all the way to Toronto and in in the murdering of those kids in Toronto yeah. uh, like he he left behind evidence uh-huh. and Geyer found it and it was his it was his unraveling yeah uh, like um, The poor child Pitesell's son mm. Was found in the chimney Of the of the rented Of the rented house That, that he was living in That they were living in In, in uh, Detroit Where oh he was God waiting God. for homes To come back from So like, he killed the child And folded him up, put him up a chimney oh, fuck it. Like that's fucked up After him waiting there For two days or whatever Like Man that's is, fucked right That's so dark And At this point Like uh, Private detectives were called in like Toronto like this is where it's all fallen apart for Holmes he's yeah. on the run he's like
1: ah, ah, I have has, all the kids here for no reason he has police chasing him he has he has yeah. Pinkerton private detectives chasing him
0: so he he he, he abandons the Toronto plan and mm. he bounces to Boston oh uh so it's down south and, and, and like who knows where the, where the mother and the, the other two kids are at this point just left them left them just Detroit. left them right yeah. and uh uh hedge pet mm. and a bunch of Pinkerton officers mm. have followed him now to Boston aha and he's arrested on the 17th of November 1894 ah before he was uh, about to like leave the country oh presumably to go to England with all of oh, his london yeah maybe he was going to london his dollars yeah but like if you were going to fucking escape to another country mm-hmm. and you had a bunch of money mm-hmm. Like, why would you drag those kids around and leave a I trail of bodies you behind you for someone to catch you just before you get to leave?
1: And he's dragging his third wife around at the time, too. She's, I, I just say, there were like,
0: three parties. She must have been complicit in, in it as well, as well as Pycelle or whatever. Well, no, she before. was She was
1: ju- She was. was brought on a different trip to Boston and left there Man. and told, wait there for me, while he brought the kids up to Toronto. That is, like,
0: the shittest game of Risk right? ever. It's like, oh, I moved two from here to there. Uh, and also, then, the crimes that he was committing in Texas... Came back to, to bite him on the ass. Indeed,
1: he was only arrested for the horse wrangling. Yeah. But because he was so fearful of standing trial in Texas for anything, probably, probably did a lot of murders in Texas as well, he didn't <laughs> go back for. Yeah. Because he was so afraid of having to go back to Texas, he ended up uh, copping to the insurance scam in Pennsylvania for right. Pite But uh, some detectives in Pennsylvania had actually worked out that his story about uh, buying a corpse and then uh, bringing it to the fire and setting it on fire and, and didn't match what the coroner found when he got to the body, which was a fresh body that had been set on fire.
0: Right. so if it was a if it was a cadaver it, all, yes. would, it already would have had to go through like rigor, uh, rigor and mortis, mortis and, the, and the muscles would have like uh, burned in a different way and there would yes. have been less fat on the body to burn and stuff like that so it would have burned at a lower temperature so they found it was a fresh body yes fuck and so he was, was like lying. I, I, I confess to the insurance scam yes and then, and then the Pinkertons were like and what about that murder
1: yeah and he's like what murder oh, got fuck him. man Nobody said murder, you just
0: told us. So when he got strung up then. Mm. Uh, Literally. It, yeah, yeah. in 1894, uh, the Chicago detectives like went to the hotel after he was arrested. Yes, the World's Fair and Hotel. And then it all started to come out about the, the gravity of yeah, like, the, caretaker, the scale of what he was doing. The
1: caretaker doing. Uh, manager, Pat Quinlan, then began to like reveal, because uh, he wasn't doing murders there, but he began to reveal, hey man, there's a lot of weird rooms in here. That I didn't know about. A lot like, of the doors of brick walls. A lot of doors, should. brick walls. There's a lot of bits that smell like blood that probably shouldn't smell like blood.
0: So let's go through then the the, the actual things that were found in, found in the it, hotel. Yeah.
1: So when the Chicago PD break into this hotel, what they mm. find is uh, there's various human hair samples and a female footprint were found in the clay that surrounded the lime pits in the basement um they couldn't identify any of the hair samples obviously back in mm. 1890s uh, there was numerous human bones and empty poison bottles so the kind of pharmacy stuff he was ordering in
0: i guess there was like bodies left over in the furnace and in the acid pits and bits stuff of bones like that. in the acid
1: pits in the furnaces uh, there was bones of a, of a little girl that he'd killed uh, who was a daughter of one of his lovers um, Jesus. there was the, and then the, the bloody dress of that said lover also that was confirmed by her husband
0: and I suppose the rooms that he was cutting up all the bodies to get the bones and organs out of was just like... Stinky. Okay. An abattoir or whatever.
1: Yeah. They found piles of human bones, piles of Fuck. bloody claws, piles of animal bones, so he was still killing the still animals in yeah, sure. period sure. of time. Yeah, They found fingernail You marks stick to on, what you know, right? Yeah. They found fingernail scratches behind doors and, and in the bank vault. Oh, um, and in the room with no doors. And in the rooms with no doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Firemen actually went underground, mm. discovered there was a tunnel in the basement that led out under the street. To,
0: to, the, to the lime pits out the back out the backyard.
1: No, no, no. To a sealed room that when they cracked into it was uh, just a pit filled with oil.
0: And what would he do with that? Like drown people in the oil?
1: We don't know, we don't know what happened because apparently a, a janitor who was down with the firemen in the tunnel lit a match to see what was going what on. What the fuck? That's and the, hey boys, this smells like oil. <laughs> <laughs> the fumes ignited and blew the guys out of the tunnel Fuck. so whatever evidence is in there was destroyed but I and they didn't well basically they never bothered draining the oil pit to see how many bones I guess were at the bottom how many people maybe alive he just brought down there and threw into an oil pit so and he was
0: doing like the, the, the woolly mammoth type death where it's like and you go into the oil pit there with
1: you so like twenty years later, you could dig them out and yeah. reminisce about like that the laborious tire pits or whatever. Mm. But then he bricked it up. Sword but uh, yeah, so it, uh, they found kind of all of these horror rooms, and like I said, this is where the story comes from. This is what we know about all these horror rooms. The, the actual details of how we murder people—no idea, really. Uh, oh, that's a, what, that's mad. Like did you so, like strangulation? Did you like to? to so where did they people? get
0: the two hundred number? Like obviously it was only. Like ten, there's only ten. It's to do like with the event ten missing found, people
1: right. reported to have come through the hotel. It's To do with like going through the hotel's right. uh, guest book list and being able to verify people that are still alive, basically, off the hotel list and mm. that aren't. So very hard number to track down. He Holmes, uh, actually, when he was finally arrested and convicted, he uh, confessed to thirty murders. Right now, twenty-seven of those people they could confirm as having been murdered, and the other three, the other three were found alive and well. How why did he confess to thirty then? Like well, confessed to, yeah three people that were alive he said, I killed these thirty people And when they checked three of them were still alive
0: so the way that the police were doing it was mm. you you like h h Holmes confessed to the murder yes and then they'd check on the sign in sheet in the hotel make sure if a they had died or not
1: and then try and track them down if they were there or not yes
0: and then if they like if they had signed in and their name was there They'd check are they alive not they're dead okay but they found the three names that he had given
1: yes were still alive. So they're obviously, in a way, it seems weird. Maybe he thought Ben Poitier killed him or something. Like in a way, yeah, there the seems people, a names he knew that stayed yeah. in the hotel that, for some reason, Holmes I guess thought yeah, would be killed dead. Ben. Yeah, or that if the police checked, he'd find out they were dead and murdered in the hotel, but they weren't.
0: Maybe there was like a breakdown in communication between the person doing the killing and the. Maybe, maybe he there didn't was someone, do, other, someone yeah. else doing. Some maybe he didn't do killings. all the killing.
1: Yeah, two hundred is a lot of killings in, mm. in a space of three years.
0: Well, I mean, it's it's one every. four four days like or whatever yeah
1: I suppose you could do them two or three at a time
0: yeah I think that um, it could be a thing where he was like selling the privilege of murder maybe to
1: people yeah like a a Eli Roth type situation yeah he could have
0: he could have sold like a a, a, yeah a hostel type thing where you you sell the the privilege that's he's like I want money you see for me H.H. Holmes wasn't like a murderer yeah the murder wasn't the thing yeah, it was money was the thing. Oh yeah, and murder yeah, yeah. was the way to get it. Yeah, he, seemed he was the sex. only one. He to wasn't be, a sexually yeah. driven
1: murder. He was a money driven murder. He capit- He capit- He
0: commodified murder. he yes, capitalised totally. Murder. And if you're like, yeah, well, look at if I, I don't really like, like, ugh. you never work a day in your life if you enjoy your job. And his job was insurance scams, but he needed dead bodies to do that. So he's like, oh well, dead bodies. <laughs> mm. I couldn't imagine him chopping them up, going like, hueh, hueh. like he was like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like loving chopping people up, going, "This is great," and I get money for it too. Uh, it wasn't for like a sexual gratification, or anything. Mm. but like, it seems that two hundred is an awful lot. The scenario where H.H. H. Holmes would sell the privilege to rich Chicago or or uh, U.S. businessmen to say, "All right, I'm going to get a girl. She's going to be in here. She's coming from like, you know, Arkansas. She's travelled up to Chicago, and she's, you know, going to be a uh, make her fortune in Chicago at the World's Fair," and and you're like. If you want to kill her, it's going to cost you like $5,000 or whatever. And people have paid that. And then he said, okay, you know, uh, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, uh, come up from Arkansas. And she's staying in this hotel. And he knows that name. So when he's confronted then in Boston, he's like, yeah, okay. Uh, it, there was uh, Benjamin Paitzel. There was Mugrug, Huffa Fluff, yeah. or whatever those fucking made up 1890s names. And he's like, and Sally, Jeffrey, Raphael. And it's like, oh, she's not dead. And he's like. Well I got paid. So that yeah. should be dead Do you know that, that that kind of a way like yeah. it
1: seems
0: it seems plausible if he's what? naming out names that he didn't kill and there's hundred and seventy others that are presumed dead, like missing presumed dead yes. that had been liquefied. That he couldn't give names for like,
1: that he couldn't he couldn't work out. Yeah. But that the police were tracing. Uh, it's heavy, man. Like, think about... Think about uh, that's, that's an interesting thing you just said. I mm. Think of it like this. In August 1895, and remember, yeah. he, he, gets, he gets convicted in October, so he's in the trial now in August for... Mm. The trial for Benjamin Pitesell. Yeah. This single murder that they've copped him on. So
0: that's the only thing they got yeah, him on.
1: Got him on an insurance scam and this that's single a, murder they've proven so far. Like 200, like 200 people. But they're only searching the hotel now at this time yeah. in August 1895. They're looking through the hotel. And while the hotel is being investigated... Oh,
0: while it's being investigated. Yes.
1: It burns down.
0: Wow. And, and Paitzell is dead.
1: Paitzell is dead. Holmes is in... Holmes is in... Custody. Uh, in custody. So uh, there, Oakland, was a, Boston.
0: there was a third man.
1: There's somebody else involved. Fuck. Uh, well, maybe more because two men are seen... Uh, going in, going up to the hotel, going inside and then running away just before explosions started a fire oh on the shit. inside that gutted the entire inside of the I didn't hear...
0: I didn't read that, man. Hmm. Really? 100%. Amazing. Amazing. So... The lads were finding all these like hair and teeth and jewelry and shit. Chicago police are
1: investigating. Going as soon as this guy's trial is <laughs> finished and thing, we're getting we're we're going to go up there and prosecute him for this shit.
0: And and obviously there was like concerned parties who were like, they better not find my uh...
1: that murder I paid my,
0: for, my sex towel yeah. or whatever. Fuck. So two guys went in and set incendiary devices, like 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 like, j- like Joe Pesci like stapling uh, paraffin soaked yeah, cloth exactly. to the. Tissue to the to the roof of the basement of the I hotel. And make
1: sure the place was gutted by the fire, kind of fire. I, I
0: saw the fire. I knew there was a fire, but mm. I thought it was like oh, An you know, thing. like a cop lit a match. Is like, hey, there's a lot of this place smells like petrol.
1: <laughs> like closed down hotel crime scene. I,
0: I saw that it, it went on fire and every floor collapsed into itself, and it went down into the ba- like it, it it was in the basement of the hotel, like the whole thing collapsed.
1: Yeah, but that's why like the, he had his death rooms in every. Floor, floor and based on everything yeah. and every floor was gutted by the fire
0: boom Jesus
1: mm. it was leveled. the Joe Pesci thing you say is uh, yeah. gutted not even the building was leveled the insides were gutted yeah. out by the fire oh man that's so like a Joe Pesci that's how well the fire was set didn't damage anything around it just everything inside oh the so the
0: outside was all still cast. the outside was
1: still that had to be knocked down like in 1938 so they could build a post office there wow. so, so there's a post office there now if you go there today but a haunted post but office but the building remained and a gutted empty burnt out building remained there in oh fuck man that is, I didn't see like it about big, that. Big giant haunted house. That's, that's totally, Len. Like, Somebody guilty. else is involved. Oh, totally, someone else. So, is who's involved.
0: around? Who is like? Who is like elite? The at only that way time. could be
1: if he what he pays a couple of lackeys from his prison cell because mm. nobody else is with him. Like, he doesn't have his like his wife or his family. Is, like staying by, standing by him.
0: Yeah, well, none of them are going to be visiting because he owes them a lot of alimony. There's yeah. one in Denver, one in uh, New Hampshire, and one in Chicago. Yeah, maybe the Chicago wife came in and he's like, "You got to tell Billy and Humphrey to." a place down or something.
1: He wasn't known as someone to have a lot of close people. Un- only Benjamin Pitesell, and he had—he was his lackey, and he had a sort of a lackey when he was in medical school that he did the insurance scams with. But that's yeah. it. Did he only? But he—he murdered Pitesell by this stage. Did anyone
0: get paid from the insurance on the hotel burning down?
1: Not that I know. Of. Ah,
0: see, it could have been another insurance scam, and it may be not as insidious as we think, which is like a cabal of well, businessmen murderers were paying homes for the privilege.
1: Let's see how you see this then. After he was convicted, mm. but before he was hanged, and when he began to start uh, maybe babbling a little bit and writing memoirs right. about what had gone on, uh, a fellow named William Randolph Hearst. I don't know if you oh shit heard really? that name before in many yeah. episodes that we've done came in and paid him $7,500, which of course the fuck up, like. is $215,000 in today's money. God damn. It's a decent chunk. So oh,
0: 7500 is like almost a quarter of a million now. So mm. when he was like pulling in $20,000 life insurance policies, he was like, that's a half a
1: million. Yeah. That's how Gosh, he built why wouldn't you do a hotel that? from the ground up. Like that. Oh, why in those days, everyone that? should have been running insurance camps.
0: What are you talking about? You're taking cadavers that are already dead and just fucking them into like a car that blew up.
1: Oh, man. Unless he knew some pretty high up people in the financial business world who were, who were like, if approving you. Removing his insurance scans. Let me
0: tell you, Henry, if you do this, uh, I'll split the money with you. Mm. That is. So, William Randolph Hearst.
1: Yes. Came Im- in. Is implicated. And bought exclusively his story. God damn. And Hearst's, Hearst was. The, the, his, through his newspapers and publications, was where his, his story mm. was publicized, but the story is a complete mess. The one that, that was printed as his story was that he only killed 30 people and. Uh, that, that most of the stuff didn't happen, and that uh, it wasn't—it was all, but it was all down to H. H. Holmes. That—that that was really what uh, Hertz Publications did. They told people that uh, Holmes had been sort of, I guess, taken over by the devil. That and The devil ba- had his, had inspired him to kill.
0: Yeah, of course you're going to turn it into a, a religious thing, like. Mm-hmm. But that's bananas. So he was afraid that it was going to be.
1: Uh, I think he was afraid that Holmes might have said something. If look, if there were other people involved in all the murdering, the two hundred murders, mm. maybe whoever was involved with that was afraid Holmes was going to say something, and for whatever reason, then William Randolph first came in and bought a silence.
0: Wow! For a lot of money at the time. Mm. That is mental. So, so Holmes was like convicted of the murder of Pitzell. Yeah, sentenced and... to
1: die by hanging. But then the ho- but then the hotel burned down and. There's no more evidence of anything else. Uh, He's not talking because he signed this exclusivity He's not But he still admitted he, to 30 he was, murders. He, so. was, he admitted to 30 murders until William Randolph first came in and got exclusivity on his story. And so he couldn't even... No, he could talk to the police, but he just suddenly decided to stop talking to the oh, police at shit. that stage. Okay, okay. And then they, the police had no choice but to hang him for the one murder he'd been convicted of.
0: So he was hanged then in... Uh, before, like, the, the turn of the century. Yeah. So he got to see none of those technological advances. He got to see none of the, the propaganda... That was You know mm. prolif- Proliferated through the whole United States At the turn of the century Like I'd say he'd be a really good guy To keep alive Through all of that Like if you're talking about Manipulation Oh he like,
1: stayed in jail Like Charlie Manson you mean
0: No but stayed in jail And then like After 30 years got out Like and he's it's, You know it's 1920 And he gets released And he's an he's elderly Holmes Who's had like 20 years To make up a plan Like can you imagine like Jack the Ripper like in the future. Holmes and Bernays like smashed together in that time. Oh my like God. he was a guy who you know
1: He was a, he was a, a power, scheming like, like scheming powerful, clever person. Clever person, yeah. Uh, That's mad, man. He could have run in pretty high circles.
0: So uh the date the date he died, 7th of May, eighteen ninety six. Just gone. missed
1: out on that uh, next century, that turn yeah, of the century man. action. Uh
0: he he didn't just like get hung though. Oh no. He, he yeah. He uh he did suffer a small piece. Oh, that's good. When they pull the the the, the trap or kick the chair or yeah. whatever way they do it, normally you fall and the force of the foot and a half drop will crack your neck and you know you die. You're gone instant pretty instantaneously. Uh, his didn't, mm. and it took him twenty minutes to strangle to death in front of uh, an audience oh. that sat uh, at his execution. like that's th- yeah, that's pretty. There's a, there is a um, audio of uh, interviews of him uh, you can get on YouTube where we might put it. Uh, in this, at some point, uh, but he he's like, yeah, I, I committed thirty murders, and then at one point he says, "I was born with the devil in me," like that's an excuse for him mm-hmm. killing all those people, like that's, that's how Hearst put it, yeah, yeah. He he knows, but it seems to be like Hearst kind of. Turn him into a legend. a little piece yeah. in the in the in the publications, the the hearst publications, like
1: well, he like it's, like we said, he was the first like mm. documented and majorly publicized serial killer in U.S. history.
0: He was feared though. Like Absolutely. when they when they buried him, uh, like his last request before he he died was to be buried ten feet deep and in a like a concrete oh. coffin. Oh, presumably because I I think maybe he felt the guilt of all the bodies that he killed, or or maybe he actually believed like if you don't do this, my evil will rise. The devil like will leave know. out of his body. Mm. I wonder how haunted that post office is. <laughs>
1: that's that's the Englewood uh, post office in yeah. uh, in Illinois. If
0: anyone is in Illinois, uh, yeah.
1: pop on by the Englewood post office. Op- oh, it's probably it's probably a famous landmark in, in yeah, there. Yeah, probably yeah. everyone knows that's where the that's the, the Holmes, Holmes Hotel yeah. was. Maybe so, maybe so. I would imagine.
0: Well, that's the end of the first episode of those conspiracy guys, true crime. That's that's H H Holmes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a wonderful story told one beautifully by Paul, CEO um, of the WWE. Yes, join us again. Uh, for, for our next one in two weeks time uh, It'll also be advertised on Spin mm-hmm. And uh, for those of you coming from Spin Welcome We yes. are those conspiracy guys We are And if anything that we've talked about on the episode uh, Tickles your fancy And you want to talk more about it are you? you can are you have us. any evidence Or yes we might,
1: If we might solve one if of these are, unsolved murders That we're going to be talking surely. about That'd be cool too Or if
0: you're I'd one of like like the that. descendants of H.H. Uh, H. H. Holmes kids yeah. From New Hampshire or And you got some Denver. stuff in the know Uh, Get in contact with us. Uh, The email is info at thoseconspiracyguys.com. We're on facebook.com slash thoseconspiracyguys. We're on Twitter at tconspiracyguys, Instagram slash thoseconspiracyguys. We have a YouTube channel that will have loads of stuff about H.H. Holmes uh, and about loads of other crimes and all of our other episodes, loads of different sources, interviews, documentaries and uh, little videos from us. If you want to support the show, patreon.com slash guys, and you can show a dollar or two, and we have loads of uh, exclusive videos, secret footage, behind the scenes talk, uh, outtakes from the shows, and uh, you get first access to all the YouTube videos before anybody else. There's also a live show that goes on once a month if you're a Patreon subscriber, and uh, you just basically get all the, the TCG goodies before mm. anybody else gets their, their greasy fingers on them that's it for our first true crime episode hope you liked it please let us know what you think Uh, we are those conspiracy guys I'm Gordo I'm Paul and join us next time goodbye bye